Hey guys, welcome to In Vivo. It's Jasmine here, and I'm so glad you decided to join back for another episode. So today is special because we have an interview today. So the two people we are interviewing are Adana and Zarya from the organization Curl Power over at UMBC or University of Maryland, Baltimore County. The way I know Adana is actually really nice. We both actually were able to be participants of the Life Sciences Summer Undergraduate Research Program, or LSERP, at University of Minnesota, and we were able to become really, really good friends and reconnect over the summer. So I'm so glad I'm going to be able to um, interview her and her vice president of the org, Zarya, today. So let's get on to the interview. So thank you, Zarya and Adana, for coming in and wanting to interview and chat with us. Um, first, I was going to have y'all just introduce yourself and explain um, about more about your organization. So hello, everyone. My name is Adana Ikekwe. I am a junior biological science major at the University of Maryland, Baltimore County. And together, me and Zarya um, and a couple of other of our e-board created Curl Power which helps to empower mostly African-American women at UMBC because there's not really a representation or like a group on campus that like specifies on like empowering black women and things of that sort. So yeah. Yep, exactly what Adana said. Um, but yeah, also my name's Zaria. I'm the vice president of Curl Power. Um, I'm a junior mechanical engineering major. And yeah, I think we came up with this idea because we saw a lack for it on our campus and um, we just wanted to create a space where like black women could talk about our different issues we may face or just, you know, find a community. That's really nice. I was just wondering, was starting an organization, especially one um, that deals with the minority, was that hard for you all at UMBC? And how was your experience um, when you went through curating um, Curl Power? So it was, well, I wouldn't say it was very, very hard, but it was a lot of like work that we had to do, but they made the steps for it like very, very easy. And like, they really like told us step by step what to do. And we really followed that and we were able to like get through it, like with the first approval, which was really good. So it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was that hard, but it did take a lot of effort and it did take a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say also, like the main thing you want to focus on when creating an org for minorities specifically is just making sure, you know, you're not putting anything offensive into your org or just making sure you're not excluding people, but also specifying that it is for a particular group. I think that was probably a thing that we had to face with mm, yeah. figuring out how to explain to people that we're a group for supporting Black women, but we're not saying that like, oh, people who aren't Black women can't come to our club. <laughs> we're just saying if you do come to our club, we're going to teach you how to support Black women. That is amazing. Do you feel like the people that joined your org were like, finally, there's like something for us on campus that we feel like we belong in? Um, how was that? Yeah, I feel like definitely everyone was like, this is, you know, a breath of fresh air. We finally mm -hmm. get something that's specific to us because I think most of the Black orgs on campus were for both like, men and women and um, other genders. I'm sorry, I'm not sure how to say that best. Um, but for multi-gender community, we wanted to specify specifically for Black women. And I think um, that was something that we hadn't seen yet. Yeah, I totally agree. 
That is so nice. It's really, especially at a majority of Caucasian <laughs> institution, it is really nice to have like a breath of fresh air and be around a group of people that not only you feel like connected to, but you all can like gain information from each other. Um, so what would you say like the main pillars of your organization? Like, do you all like to do panels? Do you teach each other about hair care? Um like business wise or making sure that you're like the best candidate for doing internships? Like what do you all focus on in your org? Yeah. So I feel like we focus on a lot of things. Like sometimes we have GBMs on like how we're doing. Sometimes we have GBMs on hair stuff. Sometimes we have GBMs on like professional development. It's kind of just like making ourselves like the best that we can be totally. It's like a, like a holistic view. Like we take a holistic approach to it. Like, I feel like Curl Power as a whole is like a sisterhood. So, like, we kind of, like, through these things that we do, through these, like, different activities and, like, meetings that we have, we try to create a community and, like, a sisterhood. So it's kind of like a little bit of everything, whether it, whether it is, like, professional development or academics or hair, but it's just creating a sisterhood at the end of the day. So, yeah. Cool. Um. So I was wondering, is this like the first official year that you all were able to have an e-board and have GBMs and everything? Yeah, it was officially started in fall 2019. So yeah, this was the first academic year that we existed as an org. Um, and we had started planning it in spring 2019. Mm -hmm. So it took us about a semester to get it all together. Um, but now it's officially up and running. Good. That is amazing. So I know we all know COVID kind of threw a wrench in everybody's place. <laughs> how would you say that you all have been able to cope with COVID in your organization and how are you all striving to make sure that the sisterhood is still there virtually? Yeah, so it's definitely harder because like we're like we don't see each other on campus anymore. But I would say, like, we tried to, like, reach out to people. We tried to, like, still have events and things of that sort. Just, like, how in the beginning of, like, quarantine, we had an event on Instagram. And um, we had an event on Instagram, basically a talent show. And that was for, like, everybody. So, basically, it wasn't just, like, for, like, you know, women. It was just for anybody that wanted to participate. So, we just have, like, little things like that. And tomorrow, we also have another event. It's called Sip the Tea. So, we just try to do like small things and um Zari is also doing a great job like with our social media and um she's promoting a lot of businesses and stuff like that um that are women black owned well women black women based black black women owned yeah. <laughs> so yeah 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 I, I agree with Adana it's definitely been harder and it's harder to try and build a community when we're not face to face and you know getting to know each other in person um but we're doing the best we can and like the whole social media and like promoing businesses and promoing artwork and just like trying to um introduce people to different black owned brands and businesses has been um a good way to make up for that that's really nice to hear because i feel like a lot of orgs that were not necessarily made by students have been kind of like not to like be rude but like kind of mm -hmm. lacking in like the promoting and like social media department like that is a really big key into not only like 
making sure your chapter of your org looks nice and professional, but also wanted people to join in. Like, oh, this seems really, really nice. Their social media presence is nice. So I want to be a part. Um, what would you say about all the members in your org? Like, how do they feel like they, what do they gain from being in Oregon? How do you, what have you heard girls tell you, like, when they come to a GB and they're like, thank you so much, Adana. Thank you so much, Zarya, for doing this for us. Mm-hmm. I think um, so far we've heard a lot of like, it's introduced me to new people. You know, I remember when we kind of started this, the the way it came about was I was talking to Adana about like, for less down here, because mm-hmm. I felt like I only knew a few cosmetologists. Um, and we were like, dang, it really needs to be a place where we can just talk to other girls who share this experience. And so I'm glad that we can provide that for people. And um, I think, you know, also just learning new things. Like I've learned lots through Girl Power events, like our hair fair. There's so many products that I didn't know I should be using or things I shouldn't be using that I was. Um, so I think that too, like a community and also learning about new things. Yeah, I totally agree with Zaria. Like, I'm also like a resident assistant. So um, I had a new resident. It was like in the middle of the semester. And she was kind of wondering like what she should join. So I just gave her like some things that like I like. And I told her, I also told her curl power, you know, (laughs) of course. (laughs) And she came to the meeting and she met like a lot of friends and like they actually like stuck together like throughout the well throughout the rest of the semester like throughout the rest of the time we're on campus I saw that like they used to hang with each other to eat and stuff like that they also like they were just doing stuff together all the time so I just feel like we have like a lot of impact and like a lot of people just meeting each other and having a positive attitude when it comes to um, meeting other like black black women or just meeting people in general Mm -hmm. so Yeah, I think uh, also it's just like a great place to let out, um, to vent and let out frustrations that maybe you feel like you might not be able to outside of the safe space of girl power. Like when we have discussions about what it feels like to be in STEM and be a Black girl and walk into a classroom and it's just you and you see no one else like you. Like there's nowhere else I personally would feel okay to really talk about that and talk about my deep feelings and how that makes me feel but Curl Power is like a place where we can all relate on that topic and therefore I can share my point of view. I can mm-hmm. share my feelings. Oh, that is so nice, especially with having those <laughs> kinds of conversations that you really can't readily have mm-hmm. with someone that just doesn't get it. You know what I mean? Exactly. So that's really nice that you all have been able to do that for those girls. And I know like when they graduated, like, yeah, that org really helped my matriculation in UMBC. So that's really nice. Y'all are making such a great impact on these girls. So for both of y'all, I was just wondering, like, what is like the dream, like program or dream event that you all could have that would just really like cement um, curl power, like mm-hmm. making a big like impact on mm-hmm. you. Like you like, I did it. Like I really did that. Okay, you want to go first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can go. I would say, um probably like um a fundraiser or a banquet i know we were talking about like having a scholarship like thing where we like give back to like somebody like and that's possibly in crowd power or stuff like that but like i feel like giving back it could be like through like a banquet like we can raise money or something 
thing, but raising money and like giving it back to the community or giving it back to like our members through scholarship, just like supporting them, whether it be academically or just anything that they need. But I feel like a scholarship would be a good idea. And I would be proud of that if we were able to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my dream event, um, I would love, I know that we've had like some um, fellow collegiate women that reach out to us at other campuses and tell us that, you know, they're interested in starting their own chapter of Curl Power or interested in starting, you know, their own club that supports Black women. And I think a super event would be to like bring all of these orgs together or orgs that already exist at other universities, just bring us all together to have like a collective, maybe conference collective, um, I don't know, convention and um, just kind of it's like a larger community. You see like, yeah, we have our UMBC Curl Power community, but now there's an even bigger community that would exist out of that. That is great. Yeah, I think uh, honestly a banquet and having a scholarship would be really, really nice for y'all. And I feel like UMBC, just in general, like the Baltimore County area, there's so many schools in Baltimore and that would be like a tangible, something that could happen. Um, And that's really cool that y'all have that in store. Also, I was wondering, so when you all graduate and move on <laughs> uh, from UMBC, like what do you see Curl Power doing being or becoming? Because you all mentioned like how other schools are saying that they want to have chapters, which is like so wonderful Like to think that that could be like a branch off of something that you all created. So do you see chapters in the future? Um, do you see it continuing becoming bigger in the future? Yeah, I think I would, I really hope and I would love to see it being bigger and multiple chapters at different universities, but also like with us just starting it up, you know, it's kind of like a baby now. We're just trying to get it to walk, but I hope that like I can come back to UMBC one day and see that it's turned into an org as big as some of the orgs that have existed on UMBC's campus for a long time so far. Um, And that, you know, the, the, general body is larger the events are bigger and better than what we've done and Mm -hmm. um that you know the service is you know there's some things happening that we've never even thought of so I just hope like whoever comes next brings new ideas and like good energy to it yeah I totally back that up I totally agree 100% so that is really nice I think I honestly like when I when you all like contacted me and I like went through um like your Instagram and stuff, I was like, this does not seem like a baby <laughs> org. Like everything was just so professional. Y'all Aww. pictures were so professional. Your logo was so cute. I was so like blown away. Like, wow, y'all are really established. Like a lot of orgs do not have that quality, like or putting making sure you put out the best quality. And I really appreciated that about y'all because I've heard like seen other organizations and like y'all could kind of do better like (laughs) not to be shady but y'all just when I looked on your page it was just so nice and I was just like wow I did not even believe it was just like fall 19 I just thought that y'all had just started like y'all just started posting there I was like oh this had to be like (laughs) that was something else it was really nice and I was really impressed um how would you say like fall 19 when you all started and had events how was that balancing school and the pro or your organization i would say well starting off it was a little bit difficult because i feel like sophomore year in general is like hard like because our classes are harder 
And on top of that, we had to deal with like curl power. And like, that's like our baby. Like, that's like our newborn mm-hmm. baby. So like, <laughs> it was like, it was really hard, like balancing out everything. And like, we didn't, we didn't have like, we didn't have anyone before us. Like we're the, we're the founders of it. So we couldn't really like, act. well, we could ask for advice, but like, it was just hard for us to like, you know, set things up in the beginning, but like when it came to like roles and stuff like that, like who did that and who did that, just like allocating everything. I feel like it was pretty hard, but like, I feel like over time we were able to adjust and we were able to balance. Like we knew that like all of us are, were very, very busy. So like not every meeting, not, but not everyone on the e-board had to come, you know? Yeah. So we just like adjusted throughout the semester. Mm -hmm. So I definitely agree. I think it was because, we started out like we were we're all friends and we're a big friend group that made a club so we had to simultaneously like teach ourselves how to be an e-board while being mm-hmm. in school during like one of the hardest semesters for all of us and um so that was tricky but i think you know over time we we're like growing we're getting to know who's better at doing what how to communicate with one another mm-hmm. and then how to how to work together so that like our members can enjoy the org better right how would you say your e-board came together I know you all mentioned that you were friends but what is y'all dynamic like like how was it in choosing who became what position Mm -hmm. and how have y'all been working together especially now during COVID right I think like initially and what has stuck is like we all have extremely different personalities and so each of our personalities is best for you know doing certain tasks like Adana is a great people person she's a great leader and that's why she's a great president I am obsessed with social media that's why I take responsibility to run advertising and flyers and stuff and we have like Crystal she's great with money she's great with managing things that's why she's our treasure and the same thing goes for like the rest of our Ebert Kennedy Namika and Adiola like everybody's personality is just perfect for their position and I think when we started we had to try and you know figure out maybe who was better for what and whose personality matched up but I would say like now yeah we know we know who's who's best yeah. for what that's so cute. <laughs> that is so cute. Because I, I could tell y'all from experience, like having an e-board that knows how to come together and like, honestly, not to be mm-hmm. rude, but like play their role. Like this is your role and you're really, really good at that one thing. It's difficult to like find that perfect mesh. So that's really nice that y'all are able to do that, especially y'all first year. Because a lot of people create, but not a lot of people can execute. So that's really nice that you all were able to do that and have such a really nice dynamic e-board. So you all stated that you both attend UMBC mm-hmm. and I don't know about Zarya, but I do know that Donna is in Meyerhoff and Meyerhoff is a illustrious program that has produced many scientists like Dr. Corbett, um, the one that's leading the COVID-19 vaccine uh, for NIH and Dr. Gerazzo, who's one of the leading neuroscientists in America. Um, so what would you say the Meyerhoff program has given you in terms of opportunity in science? Yeah. So like literally everyone in our e-board is in Meyerhoff as well (laughs) so yeah and I feel like um they have done a great job with like giving us a lot of opportunities and like just guiding us and giving us advice that we 
that we wouldn't know like if we weren't in the program so I feel like they've done a good job with like giving us opportunities like whether it is like to like letting us know about like information on schools like different graduate schools different programs different internships or like different like research opportunities you know mm-hmm. like I feel like they're really on top of their stuff when it comes to that and yeah I'm definitely happy that like I am a part of the program so yes mm-hmm. I agree I think the reason we may seem like a little bit more advanced for an org that just started this year could be due to that because a lot of the information that we get from them, we're able to pass on in our orgs. That stuff we can talk about or like professionalism or job opportunities and um, interview skills, things like that. And so um, I think also like the fact that our e-board got to know each other first through Meyerhoff and like that was, that was some deep getting to know each other. Um, that allowed us, (laughs) allowed us to be better and know how to work together. Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, because I know you all had like a summer bridge and um, Miss Baker actually was able to start a program at Howard called uh, the Karshton Scholars Program. So we had the exact same thing. And I remember me and Donald talking about this last year, like we would do like the exact thing. And I was like, I don't know how y'all done this for this long because I (laughs) could not do it. Like it was too much. We were trying to get out of it any chance we could. Anytime someone wasn't looking, he was out there breaking rules. Like, <laughs> it was just too much. So I completely understand when y'all said we got close. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, we got very close. <laughs> very close. Um, so how would you say as far as, I don't know if you all are interning at the moment or whatever, but this is really, really good. This program is really, really good on resumes and CVs and just when you apply to graduate school like a really good topic how would you say like how would you present that to someone that is interviewing like hey I started this program like is it going to be like really instrumental to your application process to whatever you want to do after UMBC Mm. do you want to go first on I can yeah I would say I would say it does play a big role when it when it comes to like um things past undergrad just because like a lot of my opportunities did like come to me or did like I saw through Meyerhoff so like I feel like it's like it plays a big part of me and like that's something that I would tell the graduates like school about like the program and stuff like that and just like opportunities I got from it and how like that made me want to pursue the specific path that I want to pursue and stuff like that so yeah Definitely. I feel like it gave me direction to know what I want to do, because honestly, going into college, I don't think I had any idea. Like, I knew I liked engineering, but I didn't really know what route. And now I've been able to kind of like, you know, go down a path, be like, no, that's not for me, because I used to be a chemical engineering major and and kind of switch it up and know how to go about switching it up and um, know how to like, I guess use what I've already learned from being a chemi to like redirect that into my my path as a mechanical engineering major. So yeah, I feel like this program helped me kind of hone in on what my interests are. Right, exactly. And I feel like a lot of these post-grad opportunities are looking for like multifaceted people. So just besides your science, like you all are able to not only be a part of an e-board of a uh, org but also start the org so that's a really big part in um applying to something like they're gonna see like wow like 
they're able to not only be scientists, but also apply themselves and have an organization. Mm -hmm. Um, How would you say that your school has shaped you? Like I know COVID has been a little bump in the road of like our spring semester of uh, sophomore year, but how would you say like the school as a whole has helped you um, in like shaping? Like I know you mentioned how you were a chemist, mechanical Mm -hmm. and something like that. Like how was that able to shape your view of what you want to do after right um I think our school is definitely like a very challenging university um and sometimes you know things seem like they're overly difficult but when we're going through that and when we're in classes where you're kind of pushed further than you thought you had to go it it's helped me and like say other opportunities like for instance being in a research lab where I seem overprepared and like that looks good, you know, or for a job or um, I look, I look like, you know, I'm ready for it and I look prepared. I look like I can handle it because I've experienced, you know, much more intense um, classes and training and things like that. So I think that's how our campus has helped me a lot. Yeah, I definitely agree. And like, I also think that like UMBC, like a lot of people or like most people at UMBC are driven. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like being around those certain people, like it, you're, you're automatically going to be driven, like whether you want to or not, well, I guess, but like whether you want to or not, like you're going to be driven. So I feel like having that, like making it normal to like try to try to do things and try to like just do your best making that normal I feel like that has shaped me as a person because it made me feel like I had to like be my best self and I have to do the best that I can I can so I can like do what I want to do in the future so yeah I definitely agree like that whole being around the people you want to be is mm-hmm. super serious at, yeah. at UMBC because people everyone around you like knows what they want to do they're they have a goal in mind and they're just working towards it so mm-hmm. you really like feel off if you're sitting there not being driven you know Mm -hmm. exactly like being on your a game around all these people really does prepare you for what's to come next because Mm -hmm. you've already been in a room with some of the most like the best and brightest Mm -hmm. so that's really nice um what would you say like i know school is hard and difficult so how do you all channel your like frustration or try to like get your mind away from just studying all the time in books. Like for me, it's through the podcast, it's through art, it's through other ways besides like science. So what would you say that is for you? This is like my favorite question to answer. (laughs) 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 I got a plug. Okay. So what I do in my side, um, my free time is I like to, like I'm very into fashion, I'm very into clothes and quarantine as rough as it was gave me an opportunity to start my own clothing business which is something I wow. do like my whole life and I kind of I got to figure out how to do it properly or in a way that I wanted and so now I have a little business mm-hmm. <laughs> called <Parity laughs> and I basically just like make rework dresses so it's given me something to do it's given me a way to meet other people like through the internet, but like make internet friends. And I don't know, it's just like a great stress reliever. Wow, that is amazing that you're able to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, um, well, for me, I feel like one of my hobbies that, well, I used to do, 
school like my freshman year was dancing and I feel like that really took me like away from like all this stress because like when I was dancing like I was not thinking about any assignment I had or like any homework I had it was just me dancing and that's it you know and sometimes well I don't have time like that much anymore to like continue that but I feel like like sometimes when I do get stressed out I just put on my earphones and I just did I just make a routine or something <laughs> because that just helps me like make my that just helps me like clear my mind and stuff so yeah yes I completely understand like just having that break like I can't do this <laughs> more is the more I look at this is the more I'm gonna just like freak out like stress me out and I need a break so that's really nice that you're all are able to do that because I feel like a lot of people especially our age feel like they have to grind like, mm. all the time <laughs> to like get to their goal. And that's just like simply isn't the case. Like you have time to chill out, um, have time to just meditate and do what you want to do. Like it's, you could have other passions besides um, just science. And I'm glad that you all are able to explore those. Um, this was really nice talking to you guys. I really appreciate you coming on and speaking. Um, you guys are so multifaceted and so dynamic, like making an org while balancing school, having art and being in an e-board is a lot, but y'all are making it look super easy. So thank y'all thank for taking the time to come. <laughs> um, where can everyone um, reach you or follow you to like keep up with Curl Power and you guys? Yes, yeah, so you can follow our Instagram. It's Curl Power UMBC and Power is just PWR. And then um, we're working on a website right now, which will kind of include like links to everything that you need to keep up with Curl Power. And that'll be in our Instagram bio very soon. Um, and that's kind of just for Curl Power. And then if you were interested in um, like getting to know us better, you can also find our account through Curl Power. All right. Thank you guys so much. And nice talking to you guys. Thank you.